afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson with the breakdown of the action in today's session, Wednesday, December 13th, where we saw strong gains across the board for the major indexes, getting to more key levels on the upside, Ed, as investors now look ahead to potential rate cuts in 2024 after the latest Fed headlines out today. Yeah, really strong day. The market really wasn't going anywhere until the Fed, but boy, did it go after that. I want to take a look at three stocks, Vertex Pharmaceuticals, Eli Lilly, and Samsara. Okay, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's take a closer look at the major indexes, the NASDAQ, Dow, and the S&P 500, all up 1.4% by sessions close. Small caps, the Russell 2000 with an even stronger day, up 3.4%. We'll get to all those charts. Let's first take a look at the NASDAQ because as growth investors, we do follow this one the closest. So here's a look at the NASDAQ. We were talking about the notable milestone in yesterday's session with it getting to a high for the year, joining the S&P 500 and Dow. But this market rally is strengthening here, Ed, and it was already strong. Yeah, really strong. Now the S NASDAQ and S&P are sort of decisively above this recent range. 2023 highs, we were wondering, can it get past the door? Yes, it's past the door. Uh, you never know if it comes scurrying back in, but now it feels like we're starting another leg, potentially in a rally. Uh, you know, we're moving up. There's not a lot of resistance except for the all-time highs at this point and uh, really some strong action. Uh, today, the Fed came out and said, we, we expect, you know, they have this thought, like the policymakers indicated three rate cuts are on, on order uh, for 2024. Back in September, they were just looking for one cut. Markets, which had expected four or five cuts, now they expect six. So they are like, you know, so... Uh, you know, we'll see how that all plays out, but there was just a huge tailwind. We'll look at other things. Uh, weren't a whole lot of stocks to buy today, in, in my opinion. I mean, there were some, um, but there were some that set up, but I mean, there was nothing wrong. If you were heavily exposed, you probably had a pretty good day yeah. without having to do a whole lot. You can just exactly ride the current and uh, it's a pretty nice trend. Yeah. Definitely agreed there. And if you look at the NASDAQ 100, that's even stronger. So here's a look at QQQ after a couple of tight weeks, now getting above 400. And so I think this is a closing high, I believe, Ed, for QQQ, uh, if not close to it. So it does look okay. It's just just shy of the week of 1119 uh, closing at 40399. We're at 40374. So very, very close here for the NASDAQ 100. Yeah. And these are some of the biggest names. Obviously, there's been some mega caps that have been leading it, not necessarily so much today, but you know, a lot of power for quite a while. But we saw a lot of breadth. I mean, this was a really a lot of breadth today. I haven't looked at the advanced decline lines, but a lot of things were moving well. Yeah. Uh, the QQEW, yeah. the equal weight, that, you know, that was uh, outperforming the major indexes, uh, really has come up strong in the last few weeks. And mm -hmm. you can see even the, the RS line, which is sort of lagged for quite a while, is sort of moving up to, high, you know, getting up to the higher levels in a while, you know, just sort of ticking higher. A lot of growth stocks uh, are really working right now. Yeah, so QQEW, the equal weight NASDAQ 100 ETF, up almost 2% today. Let's look at RSP, the equal weight S&P 500 ETF, even stronger, up 2.1% uh, on the verge of a breakout and clearing this long sideways range. Again, like you said, indicating that 
broadening out underneath the surface, more participation in this market rally. Also, let's look at small caps. I mentioned uh, the strong performance today from IWM. So up 3.4, to break out. We were talking about this 190 level and IWM clearing that today with ease, Ed. Yeah. And so that's really saying everybody's sort of like joining in right now, it feels like. So, boy, that is a move. When small caps want to go, they can really, really move above a lot of key levels here. All of a sudden, the 2023 highs don't seem far away uh, for, for the small caps. They've got some distance, but they're not. It doesn't seem crazy that they could get there uh, in, in short order. Exactly. Yeah. So now uh, next level to watch to the upside for the Russell is 2000 for the Russell 2000 uh, <laughs> previous resistance level this year. So that would that would be a big hurdle. We'll have to see, there aren't that many trading days left in uh, 2023, but we'll have to we'll have to see what happens either as this year progresses. If if this rally progresses uh, or early next year what happens with that. And let's take a look at the Dow because a key milestone here for blue chips here's zero DJIA uh, closing today above 37,000. And that is an all time high for the Dow Ed. Yeah, it's really, uh, you know, just sort of, hey, all of a sudden this thing just came out to hit. You wouldn't have thought a few weeks ago that this is what was going to be the first to get out there. But Really strong rally, uh, a lot of just a lot of strength in this market. So um, top to bottom. Okay, and well, we've got to take a look at Treasury yields because that is important to look at here. Ed coming off in a pretty big way here today. Now getting close uh, back to that four percent level after almost touching five percent on the ten-year yield in late October. Yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing. That's continuing at uh, this two-year yield, which is really closely tied to Fed policy, the outlook. That plunged, I think, 25, or what was it, you know, something like 25 basis points today. Uh, so that's the lowest in six months. So that's coming down quite a bit in that, you know, it's, if nothing else, and you're seeing in housing, seeing in other things, market rates right. have come down a lot. The Fed hasn't cut rates, but boy, the market feels the easing already. Yes. It sure does. Okay, let's rattle off some ETF performance for some different uh, industries, sectors, themes, what have you. Here's a look at SMH continuing the move higher in chips up 1.2% today. IGV software up 1.1% hitting a rally high here. Let's go to XLI industrials breaking out today up 1.1%. XLF financials looking extra strong here, outpacing the broad market up 1.6%, extending the move here. And then one thing, we've got to look at the, the VIX, Ed. Is this going to crush the party? We're seeing uh, the fear index at its lowest levels since, when was this? Early 2020, so uh, pre-COVID. What does that mean? Well, it means that people are, aren't very fearful. I mean, it's like and when there's no fear in the market, you should probably be a little worried. Uh, again, this is these are secondary indicators. There's various measures that are showing bullishness get up pretty high. And some are extreme, some are not. 
uh, they're secondary indicators. You, you look at the indexes, you look at the leading stocks, and they look great. They look great. But this is a reason to just be like, oh, yeah, you should, you know, it's always good to be thinking, not get too excited to keep yeah. a level head and be ready for that. Uh, just be, you know, it wouldn't be a shock to see a pullback given the, you know, this would be another indication of that. But uh, it's just one reason there. But still, I think the, the general trend is still very bullish out there for the market. It is. And we'll continue to monitor things day by day and make adjustments accordingly uh, with the new information that presents itself. Okay, let's take a look at some interesting stocks underneath the surface from today's session. Vertex Pharmaceuticals, VRTX, a nice pop at the open and extended its gains throughout the day, closing up more than 13% massive volume here. This looks like the heaviest volume to the upside in quite a while, Ed, in uh, at least a year here for the stock, breaking out some positive news here, uh, trial results for its painkiller for diabetic nerve pain fueling a breakout. Yeah, and that had there been it had rallied on down that a few weeks ago, then sort of off on some concerns, but boy, it really came out uh, early on, there was probably some opportunities, and it it's still in buy range, but it does feel like, boy, that was a huge one. But it had steady gains along the way. You could have bought. Obviously, it's in hindsight. That was easy because the Fed's coming out. It's going to be your friend, but you didn't know that. Uh, but you certainly could have bought it along the way as it was breaking out or even just as it was you know, earlier on in the day. Uh, you might, you could still buy it here, but you might wait to see if it pauses for just a high handle. Uh, we've seen that with some things. Uh, that would be one way to go here. Nice to see that. Just another thing. They do have various, you know, they've they've been in cystic fibrosis, but they have this painkiller development. They just have that co-development with CRISPR. So they do have some some N in this uh, big biotech. There's definitely some new that uh, should be a tailwind uh, in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we haven't really seen that flow over to the estimates in a big way just yet, Ed. It does look like estimates uh, for mm -hmm. 2023 recently edging higher here. But I guess that's a big question is when is all of this uh, this big promise or you know this big news to total total addressable markets here uh, going to flow over? into the fundamentals, because right now we are seeing single digit growth in the most recent quarter and in the outlook here. Yeah, I mean, that is a question. Another thing is that how you know, how much will it kind of move the needle? Because this is pretty big. So it's one thing when you have a new biotech finally gets a drug or as a second drug and wow, 100 million in sales. I mean, 100 million in sales would be nice, but that would just be sort of an incremental gain for uh, for something like Vertex. Yeah, definitely. Well, Eli Lilly, Another drug stock in the spotlight right now, working on an upside reversal this week. Shakeout a couple of sessions ago and right at a key level, just below 600, Ed, it seems like that is the key area to watch here for this stock. Yeah, that's 600 level, a lot of little highs in that area. Uh, get above that, I think that would be an early entry within this flat base. Still pretty, It would still be pretty close to the 50-day line. So... That would be one play to, way to play that. Obviously, it's it's had these efforts to move out and it's struggled. So um, it might be good to get in early before it hits some of these other areas. We'll see. I mean, this is defensive growth. So if the market goes on a speculative growth rally, there is somewhat of a defensive growth name to it, though. This is high valuation. It's got the weight loss drug use. They've got 
Alzheimer's drugs in the pipeline. So there's uh, new on this one as well. It's obviously been rallying a lot this year. So that that would be one issue. But uh, this you know, has consolidated relatively nicely. RS line has come on down, but not that much given the huge run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, if it breaks out here, you could see that quickly catch up ground again. Something to watch for. Um, there's a lot of names, but this is definitely one I think people should still be keeping on their on, on their watch list. Yeah, and some lumpy numbers on the, especially on the bottom line, picking up on the top line uh, two quarters ago, revenue up 28%, last quarter revenue up 37%. And then looking ahead to 2024, annual earnings expected to jump 86%. So we will keep that uh, outlook in mind and see if it can get above 600 in some heavy volume. And last but not least in our tickers to watch from today's session, let's take a look at IOT. Ed, we were covering this on IBD Live this morning and finished the day with a nice gain up 5% in some above average volume, getting above an aggressive entry point. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, after the gap up, I and mean, you certainly could have bought that gap up, especially early on, but then often a good way to play these earnings gaps is just to see what happens. I mean, honestly, it's just a way to see if it pauses. Sometimes they'll run by you. Sometimes that'll protect you because it'll just go right straight down. And so that's sort of what happened last time. If you look at it, had a big, strong earnings run and then pretty quickly just sort of gave that all back. So uh, right. here's a situation where it, you know, today, it moved out mostly on the Fed news. It's, that's where almost all the gains came in, the volume came in. Uh, so it was moving around. So that really came out at that point. You know, when it was around 35, there was sort of like intraday and daily, there were sort of some levels there where you could have bought it. And this whole area, that's a place to, uh, you know, sort of a high handle or just a little shelf because uh, it's consolidated there. Another chance to buy or maybe add some shares. Uh, really moved on that earnings. This could be one of those things that showing a lot of strength. Uh, in in the after that earnings report and now 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 moving on from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of numbers, this is definitely a stock that's showing that strong growth on a quarterly basis here. Ed, enterprise software. We've seen a number of stocks in not only that industry group but in the broader software sector that have shown bullish price action as of late. So another one to watch in that space. Absolutely. Software has been been the, probably the best group, um, you know, in this rally. Yeah. And speaking of, we've got to take a look at Adobe in the sector with earnings out late. The initial reaction here shares down a little over 5%, Ed. So what's sort of the early take here on the results from Adobe? Yeah, they the beat views, but uh, what's going on is it looks like their guidance was a little light for uh, the coming year. And they also announced some kind of FTC probe or inquiry. Uh, so people don't like to hear that. That's not a good thing uh, about the guidance in a, in a, in a government probe. Uh, so yeah, so it's tumbling a little bit after hours. We'll see how that goes because some stocks are sold off and then bounce back that late, you know, the next day or a few days later. Because um, this has been a leader. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they say on the call. Well, maybe they'll say, well, the AI won't generate here, but we see a lot of momentum down the road. Maybe that'll cheer people up. Uh, it, you know, Oracle didn't do well earlier this week. So you still have to watch for earnings, even though there's a lot of momentum, you can still still see it. And even with some big names where you think, ah, everything's going to be safe. It's like you never know. Uh, So just still keep that in mind. But uh, 
that's just one stock and this might hit IGV because I think this might be the biggest holding in IGV, but software in general is doing very, is, is, has been doing very well. Yeah. Something to keep in mind tomorrow morning as we see the regular session unfold. If the weakness continues, right, we'll keep an eye on the intraday chart, see if it can establish a low or if it keeps plunging. And if you're in this one, decided to hold into earnings, uh, you know, make those incremental decisions. Don't be a deer in the headlight uh, and try to handle the action from there. And we'll, we'll have to see 600, the 21 day line, maybe that can act as support by the end of the session. If this is going to be a strong stock that, as you uh, mentioned, if it can shake off the weakness. So we'll have to see what uh, comes for this stock tomorrow, but uh, we'll be flexible and react to what we're seeing as it unfolds in real time, uh, not only for Adobe, but also if there is any impact on other other names uh, in the group. We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of the last big earnings reports on the tech side uh, that we're going to get for several weeks. So this is this is important. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Ed. And thanks everyone for tuning in. That's it for today. We're going to get the episode up on investors.com in a little bit here. And make sure you tune in tomorrow morning for IBD Live, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there. And then we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.